Welcome to the Aquarian Living Podcast. I am Naomi Richardson, your host. I am a Kundalini Yoga teacher, life and meditation coach, and I am here to create a connection with others who live mindfully through the practice of Kundalini Yoga, wellness, and spirituality. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me. This is episode 11. We are going through a crazy and surreal time in the world right now. We are currently going through a pandemic with the COVID-19. Most of us are in isolation. Most of us can't go to work. And it is crazy. Um, I have really been trying to enjoy my time my time with my son and just try to think of how I want to move forward when this is all over. And it's really showed me and presented gratitude just for the little things like going to a coffee shop or going out to eat at a restaurant with friends. So... I've just really been going inwards and trying to see the good out of this. I have good days. I have bad days. My bad days usually consist of me reading the news and social media. And also when my son is with his father and I'm completely alone. So, but the good days are when I'm enjoying time with my son I'm enjoying this extended summer vacation, and he had a really tough year at his school, and so he's been really, really happy that he doesn't have to go back there, and with that, I, I got to experience him away from the school and got to step back and see what was really going on, and with that being said, we applied to a different school, And we got in, and he's really happy about that. And so there was some good that came out of this whole thing. We started homeschooling. That's a challenge in itself. We're doing the best that we can. And I think that's what we all need to do. Just do the best that you can. And I know everybody's been saying this, but we'll get through it together. I know when you're feeling challenged and down it's easy to kind of fall into that self-pity but you have to remind yourself that you're not the only one going through it and that always makes me feel better so I just hope everybody's being safe and respecting one another and hopefully this will end soon we will all be different after this and it'll be interesting how the world is going to change after this. So, like I said, I've been going very inward. I haven't been wanting to be seen. I haven't wanted to record podcasts. I haven't wanted to reach out to people that I want to be on the podcast. I've just been inward and I really don't like doing solo episodes. I like the attention being on somebody else. But people have been asking me how I'm moving forward in um, my 
practice, my daily practice, and with kundalini yoga. So with the whole COVID-19 pandemic going on, it's kind of overshadowed what has been going on in the kundalini community. And if you listen to my last episode, um, Pamela Dyson wrote a book about Yogi Bhajan. And since she wrote that book, a lot of people have been coming out with their stories of abuse by Yogi Bhajan. And so this really threw me into a depression, um, anger, all sorts of emotions. Um, I was quitting my kundalini yoga practice for a little bit. And with this too, I just really had to go inward. I had to go inward and really see what kundalini has done for me, what the healing has meant for me, and how I've helped others with kundalini yoga. So I just really had to dissect that and see where that has led me to where I am today and what it meant to me. What did, what did the mantras mean to me? What did I feel when I was meditating or chanting a mantra or when I was doing a kundalini yoga kriya? I had to break it all down. And for me, it has been phenomenal. It has helped me through so much shit in my life where I was lost without it. And for me, it has been a tool for me to get through day-to-day challenges in my life, um, past trauma in my life. And that is what is important to me. I also had to go back and really see what the teachings meant to me as far as like how I was taught. I had a really beautiful experience with my teacher training and I met so many beautiful people and I think I just need to remember that and what that meant to me. Also over the weeks I realized that I think I did put Yogi Bhajan on a pedestal. I love learning the wisdom of other people and I felt that I like learned so much um, from the teachings of Yogi Bhajan and I believe that was another reason I was extremely upset and that was something that I had to dissect as well. Also I would be a hypocrite if I gave up Kundalini Yoga because I practice other types of yoga I practice vinyasa, I've been reading more about ashtanga, and I've also uh, started doing Bikram. And also those teachers were abusive. This does not discount any abuse that any of these teachers did at all and whatsoever. I'm just saying for me, I don't want to let the abuse take away the teachings that have helped me so much in my life. I hope that moving forward in the yoga communities that we can be more transparent and that people can feel safe. And as a teacher, I want that for my students and anybody that is going to practice with me.
And this is where a lot of judgment came in for me. And this is where I became very unhappy with this whole um, abuse coming out in the Kundalini community. I, I'm all or nothing. I had to dive into all the information of abuse. I read Premka's book. I was in private Facebook groups that people were coming out and I read some really just horrible things and and I really started to judge people. I was judging people that were not speaking about this abuse, um, kind of the higher ups in the Kundalini yoga world. And I was wondering why they were not speaking about this abuse and ignoring it. Um, And this really made me unhappy. And this is where I'm talking about transparency. Um, But I had to step back from that as well. I am not happy when I start judging people. And everybody has their reasons for not taking their yogi budget pictures down or off their altar. Um, everybody has their reasons for keeping them there. I don't know, but like I really started to become judgmental on like social media and whatever the people I was following. Um, and this was, you know, this has really made me go inward, y'all. I know I keep saying that word, but yeah, this has been the time that I've really had to work on myself and just focus on myself and what this all means for me and how I want to move forward for me and then be around like-minded people. I don't want to judge anybody. I don't care if you burnt your books. I don't care if you're still teaching. I don't care if you're not teaching. I don't judge that. I, I really am not right now. I just want to focus how I want to move forward. Something that has helped me a lot with the questions that had been going on in my head, because you kind of, when something like this happens, you kind of wonder, well, who knew? And like, how did it go on for so long? If you're asking yourself those kinds of questions, um, my friend turned me on to a book by Matthew Remsky, and it's called All is Coming, Abuse, Cult Dynamics, and Healing in Yoga. And it's about the Ashtanga world and Patabi Joyce. And it just uh, is trying to be more open for safer yoga communities. Uh, But it does talk about the spiritual authority and like cult dynamics and uh, psychological dynamics of charismatic leaders and their higher profile followers and just how abuse can get ignored and just totally shut down in a community. So that just really helped me understand those types of dynamics. And um, it's really good. It goes in line with kind of what's going on in the Kundalini yoga world right now as far as like abuse and kind of that cult dynamic. I know we joked about Kundalini yoga being a cult when I first got into it with some of the other students. We totally joked about it. And uh, 
I always felt that uh, white tantric yoga was a little bit cultish, even though I totally enjoyed it, always had fun um, wearing the white. Everybody wearing white felt a little cultish. But you know what? I liked wearing white. Um, I was down. Uh, when I first started teaching kundalini yoga, my dad asked me. He said that I looked really healthy and seemed really happy, but he asked me if I was in a cult. And uh, my dad grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico, so he would always see the Sikhs around and about. And I do believe everybody thought that they were in a cult. So, um, but he was fine when I told him I wasn't in a cult. He left it at that. And then my dad ended up giving me this beautiful Adi Shakti pen. My dad's a jeweler and he owns a jewelry store. And when he handed it to me, he's like, do you remember this? And I had polished it many times and just never thought anything about it. No one ever bought it. It's got a turquoise Adi Shakti with rhinestones all around it. And it's pretty big and gaudy, but awesome. And, uh, my dad told me that the people that sold it to him were trying to get out of the cult. So um, we joked about it for a really long time. And whenever I wear my Adi Shakti, I get lots of compliments. But um, I'm not saying that Kundalini Yoga is a cult. I think maybe Yogi Bhajan kind of has some cult dynamics going on in his community. I don't know. I wasn't part of that community. But with that being said... I just hope that this helps. Um, I put this out because people were asking me how I was going forward. And Kundalini Yoga has helped me in so many ways. And I'm continuing practicing my um, meditations. I haven't really done any Kriyas. But I'm still continuing doing my meditation that I've been doing. I'm going to take what works for me and leave what doesn't work for me. I also decided I'm not going to be so rigid about my practice. If I want to tune in with Agnamo Gurudev Namo, I will. Um, if I just want to set an intention, I will. And if I want to do it for three minutes, 11 minutes, however long I want to do it for, I will. And um, yeah, as far as... Um, teaching goes. I'm not teaching a class currently. I feel really good just having it be my personal sadhana. I am still going to put out my meditation course and it will probably have a few kundalini yoga meditations in there and I'm hoping to help some people. All right, I think I'm out of breath and I'm exhausted. But I hope this helps anybody who is questioning their practice. And if you have any questions or if you want to be on the podcast and talk about this, I would love that, whatever your opinion is. Um, this is a safe place to talk about it. No judgment. You can send me a message at my Instagram. It's aquarian.living.life. And I hope everybody stays safe and you are doing well. And I hope everybody's happy. Satnam.
Thank you for joining us today. And if you like this episode and this podcast, please subscribe to Aquarian Living and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you and hope you join us for the next episode.